Welcome back to Your Therapy Tools. Today I would like to talk to you about forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that can absolutely free your soul and lift a huge weight off your shoulders. When you don't forgive, it's like carrying around a huge sack of bowling balls over your shoulder. It's heavy, it weighs you down. And I call people that carry these bags around in a state of unforgiveness, wound collectors. So every time somebody wounds you, hurts you, offends you, um, violates your rights, you throw it in that bag and you never let it go. You carry it with you. And this is, this is kind of a self-defense mechanism of sorts because by carrying it with you like a badge you are ensuring that you don't get hurt again and carrying this bag imagine carrying this bag of boulders over your shoulder big bowling balls 15 or 20 more maybe more in this giant bag over your shoulder the way Santa Claus carries a bag of toys only you're not a magical imagination creature <laughs> you're a human and you're carrying this sack with you everywhere you go it's heavy it causes stress on all your joints your back is sore your neck is sore you're grumpy you have anger issues you have a short fuse you're easy to ignite easy to become inflamed easy to flip out on people and that's your defense because if you remember underneath anger is always pain embarrassment or fear and a wound collector suffers fear fear of being hurt again they're in pain all the time emotional pain psychological pain and they're embarrassed they're embarrassed their self-esteem has taken a hit they sit around and think like a victim like why me why did they do this to me why 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 and the question needs to be reframed to how how can I bring myself to put this bag down and to stop ruminating obsessing over how people have wronged me so I have a few quotes I always like to start my talks of forgiveness with not a ton but a few that that I really like um, this is Catherine Ponder and she says when you hold resentment toward another you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get free. Here's one by Mahatma Gandhi. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. And that's so true. It takes a lot of strength to put that bag of bowling balls down and face your life without that shield of anger. Um, Robert Mueller, 
to forgive is the highest, most beautiful form of love. In return, you will receive untold peace and happiness. From Oscar Wilde, always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. (laughs) So, if nothing else, learning to forgive and put down that sack of bowling balls, your, your big bag of wounds that you've been collecting, if nothing else, kind of can piss people off that you can forgive them and move forward with your life and still be a healthy person. Um, Buddy Wakefield says, Forgiveness is the release of all hope for a better past. Let me read that again. Forgiveness is the release of all hope for a better past. That's a powerful, powerful statement. And then my favorite, and I don't, I don't know who wrote this, I don't know who to credit for this, but my favorite quote about forgiveness is, the man or woman who refuses to forgive, it's like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. So when you're holding... You're, you're a wound collector. You're holding on to all these past hurts and transgressions against you. And it's causing a rise and a surge in stress hormones in your body. It's causing you to miss out on all the happiness and the good in the present. Because you're so hyper-focused on the past and the pain that people have put you through. And you're shielding yourself with anger towards people so that they don't hurt you now and that benefits you believe it or not being a wound collector benefits you it helps you to not get hurt again it's like building a wall around yourself and yeah maybe you won't get hurt again even though you're in excruciating pain from all of your past but not only won't you get hurt again but You'll also not connect with others. Your your wall that you've built to keep yourself from being hurt is preventing you from being loved and loving others. It's preventing you from having healthy, happy relationships. It's preventing you from healthy, honest communication. And you may think that you're being very strong, but you're actually being a coward and hiding behind your wall. So it is time for you to learn how to forgive and release that anger and release that fear. So let's talk a little more about what forgiveness is and what it is not. Forgiveness is... People, upon rationally determining that they have been unfairly treated, forgive when they willfully abandon resentment and related responses to which they have a right to feel, and they endeavor to respond to the wrongdoer based on the moral principle of beneficence, which may include compassion, unconditional worth, generosity, and moral love to which the wrongdoer by the nature of the hurtful acts really has no right. So basically what that is saying 
is that you have every right to be pissed off. You have every right to hold that grudge. And that's okay. But you, you're going to choose to stop holding that grudge. You're going to choose to stop being angry. And the person who wronged you, they have absolutely no right to the unconditional love, the compassion, the generosity that you can give them. But you give it to them anyway. Now, I know this is hard to wrap your head around because you probably have some major anger going on and there are some people you think, I could never forgive them. What they did to me or my family was so traumatic. And I understand, they don't deserve it. But let me tell you what forgiveness is not, okay? Forgiveness is not pardoning or saying what they did is okay. Forgiveness is not condoning or excusing what they've done. Forgiveness is not necessarily reconciliation. You can come back together again, but still not forgive people. It doesn't necessarily mean you invite them back into your life and give them the opportunity to hurt you again either. It just means you're getting rid of the anger. Forgiveness is not balancing the scales. It's not getting back at someone. Forgiveness is not letting time heal the wound and pretending it never happened. Forgiveness is not abandoning resentment. You have to let go of resentment, but still forgive. Um, Forgiveness is not possessing positive feelings. We might feel positive towards an individual, but still not forgive them, you know? Forgiveness is not saying, I forgive you. Your forgiveness for somebody does not require their participation and it does not require you to announce it to them. Hey, guess what? I have forgiven you. Forgiveness is not a quick fix. It takes time and the progress on that might fluctuate from good to bad from day to day. Forgiveness is not just simply moving on. Um, You can't just move on without looking back and without forgiving. You you can't move forward unless you learn to forgive. Forgiveness is not saying, I have the satisfaction of not letting this person get to me anymore. And forgiveness is not letting the other person know how much they owe you. This is just a form of revenge, and it's using their misdeed or transgression as a weapon. Like, oh, you hurt me, so now you have to do whatever I want. That's not how it works. So, five steps for granting the gift of forgiveness by R. Climbs. That's the name, R. Climbs. A is for acknowledgement. The anger and hurt caused by the clearly identified specific offense. So, you acknowledge your anger and your pain that was caused by whatever they did to you. B, bar, revenge, bar revenge, and any thought of inflicting harm as repayment or punishment to the offender. You completely get rid of the idea of revenge. You bar it. No more thoughts of revenge. C, consider the offender's perspective. Try to understand their attitude and behavior. So try to put yourself in their shoes and think of why they would have done what they did. Maybe 
Maybe they're just a purely evil person. That's possible. Maybe they made a mistake. Um, maybe they're one of those sarcastic people who use sarcasm as a self-defense mechanism. And what when they said what they said or did what they did, it came across as, as not sarcastic, but literal. So you were offended. Just consider their perspective. Maybe they were a sick, evil person. Maybe they made a mistake. Who knows? D, decide to accept the hurt without unloading it on the offender. Passing it back and forth only magnifies it. So accept the hurt without throwing it back at the offender. Just accept it. You're in pain. And that's what you've been doing this whole time if you're a wound collector. You have accepted and owned that pain all this time anyway while the offender walks around not giving it a second thought or maybe doesn't even remember. So decide to go ahead and accept it. And E, extend compassion and goodwill to the offender. This helps release the offended from the offense. So you wish them love, health, healing, and stop wishing them ill will. Stop wishing they would die or stop wishing they would get hit by a truck. <laughs> Start wishing that they heal and that their heart turns from black to red. Okay, so now we have the four stages of forgiveness. And uh, credit for this goes to Enright and Fitzgibbons. So number one, uncovering. Gaining insight into whether and how the injustice and subsequent injury have compromised his or her life. Confronting anger and shame. Becoming aware of potential emotional exhaustion. Because it is emotionally exhausting to be a wound collector. If you are a wound collector, you know this already. Becoming aware of cognitive preoccupation. Confronting the possibility that the transgression could lead to permanent change for you. And discovering how the transgression changed your view of the world. So, looking at what happened to you. How has it compromised your life? Looking at, at what happened to you. The thing, the wound that you hold in your bag. How has that changed your view of the world? How has it permanently changed you? And I want you to not only think the negatives. Maybe, maybe you're more, um, maybe you're more introverted now. Maybe you have anxiety now. Maybe you find it very difficult to trust others, and that's okay. You've been hurt, but I also want you to look at the positives. Maybe you're a little more vigilant in noticing when somebody's lying to you. Maybe you're a little more vigilant in picking up on the bad energy of other people. You can kind of tell who you should or shouldn't trust because they make you feel a little icky in your stomach when you're near them. Um, this is true of most people when they've been hurt. They develop not only the negatives, which we can work through, they also develop new positives, superpowers more insight into other people, a better sense of intuition. So think about that. How has it changed you? 
and I hope you have your notepad and pen to write this down. I'm sorry I didn't announce that at the beginning. So if you don't have a notepad and pen, go grab it, pause me and go grab it, and then come back and just kind of write down how this wound that you have received from another person, how has it changed your perception of the world and how has it changed you? And then how much anger, how much shame are you carrying as a result that has caused you to be unable to forgive thus far? Number two, decision. Gaining an accurate understanding of what forgiveness is and making the decision to commit to forgiving on the basis of this understanding. So we've gone over what forgiveness is and what it is not. And forgiveness is for you. It is for your peace of mind. It is for you to grow and move forward with your life and remove the big barrier you've put between yourself and other human beings so that you can connect again, so that you can trust and love and put yourself out there again and know that, yes, you might get hurt again, and that's okay. It happens. But you also, in between the times you get hurt, in between the times you feel disappointment, you're going to feel love and laughter and connectedness with others. These things you will not feel if you keep that wall up and you continue to stay in a state of unforgiveness. Next, uh, number three of the four stages, work. And forgiveness takes work, you guys. It's not easy. It's really hard. And that's why that quote at the beginning says it takes a strong person to forgive. Gaining a deeper understanding of the offender and beginning to view the offender in a new light. We're reframing here. This will result in positive changes in affect how you feel about the offender and about yourself and about the relationship. Showing empathy and compassion, bearing the pain and giving the moral gift of forgiveness. This is the working part of it. It's not easy. Not easy. Maybe somebody called you out in front of a group and tried to make you look stupid and you felt embarrassed and you thought that person is so mean what a wicked horrible thing to do to another human being why would you do that there you are with the whys again but then if you think how instead of why how can I overcome this and what what must have been going through that person's head Well, obviously, if you can step back and stifle out the anger and look under the anger, you would have shame in this circumstance, right? You'd feel embarrassed. They embarrassed you. They tried to make you look stupid in front of a group. Only somebody who's very insecure with themselves would do such a thing in order to feel superior for a moment. And you'd have to be a narcissistic individual to do this to another person as well. Um, So obviously the person who did this has a lot of issues. And all I can wish for this person is that they heal and that 
they learn to feel good about themselves without having to tear other people apart. So that would be me putting the work in and reframing and seeing something different about the offender and about myself and showing empathy and compassion. And number four, the fourth stage, is deepening, finding meaning in the suffering, post-suffering growth. And I just touched on that a minute ago. Um, Consideration of times when we have needed other people's forgiveness. Think of a time that you wronged somebody. Think of a time you hurt somebody's feelings. Or maybe you took something that wasn't yours. Um... How did that person feel? And how did you feel about it? Did you give it a second thought? Did you feel terrible and apologize? How did that go? And um, knowing you're not alone is is very important as well. Um, I work with, almost everybody I work with has a pretty, pretty nasty trauma in their childhood or in their recent past. And it's, it's difficult for them to just make it through the day sometimes because of the way it has affected them. And the most common element involved in people making good progress and seeing positive changes in their lives is learning how to forgive. That's one of the major, major keys to moving forward and quelling that anger and slipping out of that funk that they get in is just learning to forgive not only others but themselves um, another aspect of number four deepening becoming an, becoming aware that forgiveness allows us to feel more connected with others and to experience a decrease in negative emotions so for sure this you know, you, you want to move forward, you want to feel better, but you're a wound collector and you just don't know how to begin. Well, here we go. This is how we begin. Um, forgiveness is the decision to overcome pain that was inflicted on you by another person. Forgiveness is letting go of anger, letting go of resentment, letting go of shame and other emotions associated with an injustice. Even though they are reasonable feelings, it's time to let them go. You have wallowed in that mud long enough. Forgiveness is treating the offender with compassion even though they have no right to it. Forgiveness is not a reconciliation necessarily. Forgiveness is not forgetting the injustice. It is not condoning or excusing that person's behavior. It does not grant them mercy legal mercy and it's not letting go but wishing for revenge it's truly letting go so now that we have an understanding of what forgiveness is and what it is not I would like for you to take a piece of paper and draw a large egg on the piece of paper and on the top of the egg write the name of your offender it can be one person or more write their name and then inside of the egg 
You may need to pause me to do this. But inside of the egg, I want you to write every part, every part of what they did to you. Let it all go right inside that egg. You called me names. You abused me. You touched me inappropriately. You treated me like I was invisible. You tried to... You tried to insult me and, and embarrass me in front of a group. You lied to me. You betrayed my trust. You paid more attention to other women than you did to me. Whatever it is, write it all down. And if you have to pause me to do so, go ahead. And once you've written every transgression that they have committed against you, at the bottom of the page, just write, and everything else. That way later on, you won't be tempted to say, oh, but I forgot about this. Nope. Right, and everything else, and that covers you for everything this person or these people have done to you, to hurt you. And now I want you to take your piece of paper... Put it in your lap, fold your hands over the top of it, and feel the negative energy from it. Feel the pain, feel the anger. Let it all just come back. It does not feel good to be hurt. It does not feel good to be wounded. It's not fair. In some cases, it's just evil what's been done to you. In other cases, it's just not fair. It's rude. It's horrible. Let those feelings bubble up inside right now. And close your eyes. And I want you to picture your offender walking towards you. And he or she sits down in a chair in front of you. And you're looking each other dead in the eye. And I want you to tell this person, and if you have to pause me again, go ahead, but I want you to tell this person how they affected you. I want you to start with all the negatives, and I want you to let that anger out in the appropriate direction, right at them. Cuss them out. Tell them what they've done. Tell them they're a monster. Tell them it's not fair. I deserved better. I can't believe you did that to me, you jerk. You hurt me. You made me feel like nothing. You made me feel sad and scared. You made me feel embarrassed. How dare you? Who does that? You're horrible. Let it out. Just let it all go. Tear into them. And now, if you need to pause me again, you can. But I want you to tell them how they changed you forever in a positive way. Tell them how they've changed your perception of the world and people. What is your new superpower because of what you went through with this person? What did you learn and how did it make you stronger? And even if it's just one thing, that's amazing because you have found a way to turn this thing around. So tell them, in spite of what you've done, I came out of this with stronger intuition. I came out of this with a new ability to recognize a con artist, narcissist, 
I came out of this empowered. And somebody like you can never hurt somebody like me again. And I release you. I forgive you. I hope you heal. I hope you find what it is that you're looking for in this life to bring you joy. And I hope that you heal. And I wish you nothing but the best. And now I release you. And I release all of these negative feelings. And I am putting down this giant bag of wounds. This giant heavy bag of giant bowling balls. I'm putting it down at your feet right now. And I'm not going to carry this anymore. And I forgive you, not for you, but I forgive you for me, for my peace of mind. Because I finally realize I deserve to be free from this. So I release it and I give it to you. And now picture that person. Either picture them apologizing and validating you and saying, Oh, honey, you didn't deserve what I did to you. I was in a dark place. I am sorry. Picture them telling you that you were innocent. You didn't deserve it. And if you want to, you can give them a hug, shake their hand. Or if you choose not to, that's absolutely perfectly okay. And then picture them taking that bag and they're taking it away from you. And they're walking away. And you're letting it go. And you can imagine they take it to the dump and drop it off for you. You can imagine they take it and burn it or throw it off a mountaintop. Or however you want to imagine it. But just don't imagine it as they take the pain. Because you don't want revengeful thoughts. And now, just sit back. Continue holding on to that piece of paper for me. And I'm going to bring you through a forgiveness meditation. So close your eyes and just listen to the sound of my voice. And remember, it's a practice. It's best to not force yourself to forgive that which you don't feel ready or safe to forgive at this time. Just acknowledge whatever comes up for you with non-judgmental attitude, okay? Let whatever emotions arise come and go. You can always come back to the breath or feel the body sitting as an anchor. I want you to go at your own pace when we do this, okay? Okay. So, settle into a comfortable seated posture on the chair or cushion. Become aware of the fact that you are breathing Become of the movement. Be aware of the movement of your breath as it comes into your body and it leaves your body. Four seconds in through the nose. And hold four seconds. And then exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And again. In through the nose for four seconds. Hold your breath for four seconds. And exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And let your body just relax into the chair. 
Now when you're ready, expand your awareness beyond your breath to include your entire body. Simply notice sensations in the body, internally or externally, bringing your attention now to the thoughts as they come and go, seeing each thought as it comes up in the mind as a thought, a passing event. And when you're ready, bringing the awareness to emotions that arise in the body and mind, perhaps frustration, restlessness, maybe peacefulness, sadness, joy, fear, or anger. Just simply notice how the body, mind, and heart are feeling right now. Now return the body to the breathing. Notice where you feel the breath moving in and out of your body. Just breathe normally. Let the awareness ride the waves of your breath. Now beginning to take a gentle journey of awareness through your body. Invite the possibility of letting go and relax the body. Allow a kind attention to sweep through your body. Letting go and letting be. Allowing whatever is present to be just as it is. Now bringing to mind someone whom you have harmed either intentionally or unintentionally, or it could be somebody who has harmed you. Bring to mind someone where it feels unresolved for you. Seeing who comes to mind, take a few moments to visualize or imagine this person, noticing the details of their appearance. And when you're ready, gently say this person's name to yourself. And either ask them for forgiveness or you tell them, I forgive you. Say this person's name and then say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Trust yourself to ask your heart to forgive this person in a way that feels right for you. Don't get lost in the content of the story or what may have happened. Just focus on finding that place in your heart to forgive this person and say, I forgive you completely. I forgive you unconditionally. And I can, I forgive you absolutely. And what this means is that you will no longer repeat the stories of what they did to you. You will no longer make verbal judgments on their character when talking to others. When you feel the need or the urge to rehash what they put you through, you will tell yourself, no thank you, we've already dealt with that. When you feel the urge to say something nasty about that person or their character, you'll stop yourself and say, no, we've already resolved that and let it go. We don't bring up the past. We've already forgiven. So, repeat to yourself or to that person, I forgive you. I forgive you absolutely. I forgive you unconditionally. And I forgive you totally. 
I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Now slowly let go of the image and the thoughts and notice how you're feeling, bringing awareness back to the breath, back to the body. Take a few easy deep breaths, four seconds in through the nose. Hold for four seconds. Exhale through the mouth for four seconds. And one more time, in through the nose. Hold for four seconds. And exhale for four seconds from the mouth. Now, visualize yourself. Notice the details of your own appearance. Bring to mind anyone or any situation for you wish to forgive yourself for ways you have harmed yourself. When you're ready, use your own name and say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Trust yourself to forgive in a way that feels right for you. Forgive yourself for putting up the walls. Forgive yourself for turning your pain and your shame and your fears into anger. Forgive yourself for keeping yourself from making connections with people. You were doing what felt right in the moment because you were hurt. Forgive yourself for carrying that bag of wounds around with you for all these years. Forgive yourself. It's human nature to have a self-defense mechanism like this. Forgive yourself. Say your own name. And then say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Take another deep breath. Now take a few more moments to offer gratitude to yourself for taking the time to do this for yourself. Taking care of your own heart, lightening the burden, getting rid of what has hurt you and accumulated in your life, putting that bag of wounds down, that heavy, heavy, horrible, imposing thing that you've carried, the resentment, the anger, you put it down. Congratulations. You've just done an amazing self-care ritual. Remember that this is a practice of letting go and moving in the direction of peace, happiness, and freedom. Breathe in stillness for as long as you wish, and when you are ready, gently open your eyes, and slowly return to this moment, to this place, to resume your day, lifted and lighter and with a more open heart because you've gotten rid of the resentment that used to reside there. Maybe a nice stretch is in order. Go ahead and 
stretch a little bit. And now to finalize this activity, I'd like for you to take that piece of paper that's on your lap and tear it. You have two options, okay? You can tear it into teeny tiny shreds and then go outside to the dumpster or the garbage can and throw it away. Or you can take it, take it outside, safely put it in a fire pit or in a metal coffee can, douse it with a little lighter fluid. If you're a minor, please have your parents um, nearby so they're supervising if you do this. But catch it on fire, watch it burn, watch it disintegrate. And now you know you've given yourself closure. So congratulations and thank you for participating in this forgiveness activity today. I hope that it was helpful. Uh, Let me know in the comment section what you think. And if this was helpful, please share it with a friend. And um, I appreciate you. You are so worth it. I hope you know that. You're a unique, beautiful soul in this world, and you are so, so worth it. I hope that you remember that, and I hope that you feel better after this forgiveness activity. If you find in the future that you're feeling those feelings come back again, and maybe you didn't completely forgive, that's totally okay. Come back and do this again, okay? And um, thank you for tuning in to Your Therapy Tools, and talk to you next time. Welcome back to Your Therapy Tools. Today I would like to talk to you about forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that can absolutely free your soul and lift a huge weight off your shoulders. When you don't forgive, it's like carrying around a huge sack of bowling balls over your shoulder. It's heavy, it weighs you down. And I call people that carry these bags around in a state of unforgiveness, wound collectors. So every time somebody wounds you, hurts you, offends you, um, violates your rights, you throw it in that bag and you never let it go. You carry it with you. And this is, this is kind of a self-defense mechanism of sorts because by carrying it with you like a badge you are ensuring that you don't get hurt again and carrying this bag imagine carrying this bag of boulders over your shoulder big bowling balls 15 or 20 more maybe more in this giant bag over your shoulder the way Santa Claus carries a bag of toys Only you're not a magical imagination creature. (laughs) You're a human. And you're carrying this sack with you everywhere you go. It's heavy. It causes stress on all your joints. Your back is sore. Your neck is sore. You're grumpy. You have anger issues. You have a short fuse. You're easy to ignite. Easy to become inflamed easy to flip out on people and that's your defense because if you remember underneath anger 
is always pain, embarrassment, or fear. And a wound collector suffers fear, fear of being hurt again. They're in pain all the time. Emotional pain, psychological pain, and they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. Their self-esteem has taken a hit. They sit around and think like a victim, like, why me? Why did they do this to me? Why, why, why? And the question needs to be reframed to how. How can I bring myself to put this bag down and to stop ruminating, obsessing over how people have wronged me? So I have a few quotes I always like to start my talks of forgiveness with. Not a ton, but a few that that I really like. Um, This is Catherine Ponder, and she says, When you hold resentment toward another, you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get free. Here's one by Mahatma Gandhi. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. And that's so true. It takes a lot of strength to put that bag of bowling balls down and face your life without that shield of anger. Um, Robert Muller. To forgive is the highest, most beautiful form of love. In return, you will receive untold peace and happiness. From Oscar Wilde. Always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. (laughs) So, if nothing else, learning to forgive and put down that sack of bowling balls, your, your big bag of wounds that you've been collecting, if nothing else, kind of can piss people off that you can forgive them and move forward with your life and still be a healthy person. Um, Buddy Wakefield says, Forgiveness is the release of all hope for a better past. Let me read that again. Forgiveness is the release of all hope for a better past. That's a powerful, powerful statement. And then my favorite, and I don't, I don't know who wrote this, I don't know who to credit for this, but my favorite quote about forgiveness is, the man or woman who refuses to forgive, it's like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. So when you're holding, you're, you're a wound collector, you're holding on to all these past hurts and transgressions against you, and it's causing a rise and a surge in stress hormones in your body. It's causing you to miss out on all the happiness and the good in the present because you're so hyper-focused on the past and the pain that people have put you through. And you're shielding yourself with anger towards people so that they don't hurt you now. And that benefits you. Believe it or not, being a wound collector benefits you. It helps you to not get hurt again. 
It's like building a wall around yourself. And yeah, maybe you won't get hurt again, even though you're in excruciating pain from all of your past. But not only won't you get hurt again, but you'll also not connect with others. Your your wall that you've built to keep yourself from being hurt is preventing you from being loved and loving others. It's preventing you from having healthy, happy relationships. It's preventing you from healthy, honest communication. And you may think that you're being very strong, but you're actually being a coward and hiding behind your wall. So it is time for you to learn how to forgive and release that anger and release that fear. So let's talk a little more about what forgiveness is and what it is not. Forgiveness is people upon rationally determining that they have been unfairly treated forgive when they willfully abandon resentment and related responses to which they have a right to feel and they endeavor to respond to the wrongdoer based on the moral principle of beneficence which may include compassion unconditional worth generosity and moral love to which the wrongdoer by the nature of the hurtful acts really has no right so basically what that is saying is that you have every right to be pissed off you have every right to hold that grudge and that's okay but you you're going to choose to stop holding that grudge you're going to choose to stop being angry and the person who wronged you they have absolutely no right to the unconditional love the compassion the generosity that you can give them but you give it to them anyway now i know this is hard to wrap your head around because you probably have some major anger going on and there are some people you think i could never forgive them what they did to me or my family was so traumatic and i understand they don't deserve it But let me tell you what forgiveness is not, okay? Forgiveness is not pardoning or saying what they did is okay. Forgiveness is not condoning or excusing what they've done. Forgiveness is not necessarily reconciliation. You can come back together again but still not forgive people. It doesn't necessarily mean you invite them back into your life and give them the opportunity to hurt you again either. It just means you're getting rid of the anger. Forgiveness is not balancing the scales. It's not getting back at someone. Forgiveness is not letting time heal the wound and pretending it never happened. Forgiveness is not abandoning resentment. You have to let go of resentment, but still forgive. Um, Forgiveness is not possessing positive feelings. We might feel positive towards an individual, but still not forgive them, you know? Forgiveness is not saying, I forgive you. Your forgiveness for somebody does not require their participation, and it does not require you to announce it to them. Hey, guess what? I have forgiven you. 
Forgiveness is not a quick fix. It takes time, and the progress on that might fluctuate from good to bad from day to day. Forgiveness is not just simply moving on. Um, you can't just move on without looking back and without forgiving. You, you can't move forward unless you learn to forgive. Forgiveness is not saying, I have the satisfaction of not letting this person get to me anymore. And forgiveness is not letting the other person know how much they owe you. This is just a form of revenge, and it's using their misdeed or transgression as a weapon. Like, oh, you hurt me, so now you have to do whatever I want. That's not how it works. So, five steps for granting the gift of forgiveness by R. Climbs. That's the name, R. Climbs. A is for acknowledgement. The anger and hurt caused by the clearly identified specific offense. So you acknowledge your anger and your pain that was caused by whatever they did to you. B, bar, revenge, bar revenge, and any thought of inflicting harm as repayment or punishment to the offender. You completely get rid of the idea of revenge. You bar it. No more thoughts of revenge. C, consider the offender's perspective. Try to understand their attitude and behavior. So try to put yourself in their shoes and think of why they would have done what they did. Maybe maybe they're just a purely evil person. That's possible. Maybe they made a mistake. Um, maybe they're one of those sarcastic people who use sarcasm as a self-defense mechanism. And what when they said what they said or did what they did, it came across as, as not sarcastic, but literal. So you were offended. Just consider their perspective. Maybe they were a sick, evil person. Maybe they made a mistake. Who knows? D, decide to accept the hurt without unloading it on the offender. Passing it back and forth only magnifies it. So accept the hurt without throwing it back at the offender. Just accept it. You're in pain. And that's what you've been doing this whole time if you're a wound collector. You have accepted and owned that pain all this time anyway while the offender walks around not giving it a second thought or maybe doesn't even remember. So decide to go ahead and accept it. And E, extend compassion and goodwill to the offender. This helps release the offended from the offense. So you wish them love, health, healing, and stop wishing them ill will. Stop wishing they would die or stop wishing they would get hit by a truck. <laughs> Start wishing that they heal and that their heart turns from black to red. Okay, so now we have the four stages of forgiveness. And uh, credit for this goes to Enright and Fitzgibbons. So number one, uncovering gaining insight into whether and how the injustice and subsequent injury have compromised his or her life. Confronting anger and shame, becoming aware of potential emotional exhaustion, because it is emotionally exhausting 
to be a wound collector. If you are a wound collector, you know this already. Becoming aware of cognitive preoccupation, confronting the possibility that the transgression could lead to permanent change for you, and discovering how the transgression changed your view of the world. So, looking at what happened to you, how has it compromised your life? Looking at, at what happened to you, the thing, the wound that you hold in your bag, how has that changed your view of the world? How has it permanently changed you? And I want you to not only think the negatives, maybe, maybe you're more, um, maybe you're more introverted now. Maybe you have anxiety now. Maybe you find it very difficult to trust others. And that's okay. You've been hurt. But I also want you to look at the positives. Maybe you're a little more vigilant in noticing when somebody's lying to you. Maybe you're a little more vigilant in picking up on the bad energy of other people. You can kind of tell who you should or shouldn't trust because they make you feel a little icky in your stomach when you're near them. Um, This is true of most people when they've been hurt. They develop not only the negatives, which we can work through, they also develop new positives, superpowers, more insight into other people, a better sense of intuition. So think about that. How has it changed you? And I hope you have your notepad and pen to write this down. I'm sorry I didn't announce that at the beginning. So if you don't have a notepad and pen, go grab it, pause me and go grab it, and then come back and just kind of write down how this wound that you have received from another person, how has it changed your perception of the world, and how has it changed you? And then how much anger, how much shame are you carrying as a result that has caused you to be unable to forgive thus far. Number two, decision. Gaining an accurate understanding of what forgiveness is and making the decision to commit to forgiving on the basis of this understanding. So we've gone over what forgiveness is and what it is not. And forgiveness is for you it is for your peace of mind it is for you to grow and move forward with your life and remove the big barrier you've put between yourself and other human beings so that you can connect again so that you can trust and love and put yourself out there again and know that yes you might get hurt again and that's okay it happens But you also, in between the times you get hurt, in between the times you feel disappointment, you're going to feel love and laughter and connectedness with others. These things you will not feel if you keep that wall up and you continue to stay in a state of unforgiveness. Next, uh, number three of the four stages, work. And forgiveness takes work work you guys it's not easy it's really hard and that's why that quote at the beginning says it takes a strong person to forgive 
gaining a deeper understanding of the offender and beginning to view the offender in a new light. We're reframing here. This will result in positive changes in affect how you feel about the offender and about yourself and about the relationship. Showing empathy and compassion, bearing the pain and giving the moral gift of forgiveness. This is the working part of it. It's not easy. Not easy. Maybe somebody called you out in front of a group and tried to make you look stupid and you felt embarrassed and you thought, that person is so mean. What a wicked, horrible thing to do to another human being. Why would you do that? There you are with the whys again. But then if you think how instead of why, how can I overcome this? And what? What must have been going through that person's head? Well, obviously, if you can step back and stifle out the anger and look under the anger, you would have shame in this circumstance, right? You'd feel embarrassed. They embarrassed you. They tried to make you look stupid in front of a group. Only somebody who's very insecure with themselves would do such a thing in order to feel superior for a moment. And you'd have to be a narcissistic individual to do this to another person as well. Um, So obviously the person who did this has a lot of issues. And all I can wish for this person is that they heal and that they learn to feel good about themselves without having to tear other people apart. So that would be me putting the work in and reframing and seeing something different about the offender and about myself and showing empathy and compassion. And number four, the fourth stage is deepening, finding meaning in the suffering, post-suffering growth. And I just touched on that a minute ago. Um, Consideration of times when we have needed other people's forgiveness. Think of a time that you wronged somebody. Think of a time you hurt somebody's feelings. Or maybe you took something that wasn't yours. Um, How did that person feel? And how did you feel about it? Did you give it a second thought? Did you feel terrible and apologize? How did that go? And um, knowing you're not alone is is very important as well. Um, I work with, almost everybody I work with has a pretty, pretty nasty trauma in their childhood or in their recent past. And it's, it's difficult for them to just make it through the day sometimes because of the way it has affected them. And the most common element involved in people making good progress and seeing positive changes in their lives is learning how to forgive. That's one of the major, major keys to moving forward and quelling that anger and slipping out of that funk that they get in. It's just learning to forgive not only others, but themselves. Um, another aspect of number four, deepening. Becoming, an, becoming aware that forgiveness allows us to feel more connected with others 
and to experience a decrease in negative emotions. So for sure, this, you know, you, you want to move forward, you want to feel better, but you're a wound collector and you just don't know how to begin. Well, here we go. This is how we begin. Um, forgiveness is the decision to overcome pain that was inflicted on you by another person. Forgiveness is letting go of anger, letting go of resentment, letting go of shame, and other emotions associated with an injustice. Even though they are reasonable feelings, it's time to let them go. You have wallowed in that mud long enough. Forgiveness is treating the offender with compassion even though they have no right to it. Forgiveness is not a reconciliation necessarily. Forgiveness is not forgetting the injustice. It is not condoning or excusing that person's behavior. It does not grant them mercy, legal mercy, and it's not letting go but wishing for revenge. It's truly letting go. So now that we have an understanding of what forgiveness is and what it is not, I would like for you to take a piece of paper and draw a large egg on the piece of paper. And on the top of the egg, write the name of your offender. It can be one person or more. Write their name and then inside of the egg, you may need to pause me to do this, but inside of the egg, I want you to write every part, every part of what they did to you. Let it all go right inside that egg. You called me names, you abused me, you touched me inappropriately, you treated me like I was invisible, you tried to, you tried to insult me and, and embarrass me in front of a group, you lied to me, you betrayed my trust, you paid more attention to other women than you did to me. Whatever it is, write it all down, and if you have to pause me to do so, go ahead. And once you've written every transgression that they have committed against you, at the bottom of the page, just write, and everything else that way later on you won't be tempted to say oh but I forgot about this nope right and everything else and that covers you for everything this person or these people have done to you to hurt you and now I want you to take your piece of paper put it in your lap fold your hands over the top of it and feel the negative energy from it. Feel the pain. Feel the anger. Let it all just come back. It does not feel good to be hurt. It does not feel good to be wounded. It's not fair. In some cases, it's just evil what's been done to you. In other cases, it's just not fair. It's rude. It's horrible. Let those feelings bubble up inside right now. And close your eyes. And I want you to picture your offender walking towards you. 
and he or she sits down in a chair in front of you and you're looking each other dead in the eye and I want you to tell this person and if you have to pause me again go ahead but I want you to tell this person how they affected you I want you to start with all the negatives and I want you to let that anger out in the appropriate direction right at them cuss them out tell them what they've done tell them they're a monster tell them it's not fair I deserved better I can't believe you did that to me you jerk you hurt me you made me feel like nothing you made me feel sad and scared you made me feel embarrassed how dare you who does that you're horrible let it out just let it all go tear into them and now if you need to pause me again you can but I want you to tell them how they changed you forever in a positive way tell them how they've changed your perception of the world and people. What is your new superpower because of what you went through with this person? What did you learn and how did it make you stronger? And even if it's just one thing, that's amazing because you have found a way to turn this thing around. So tell them, in spite of what you've done, I came out of this with stronger intuition. I came out of this with a new ability to recognize a con artist, narcissist. I came out of this empowered. And somebody like you can never hurt somebody like me again. And I release you. I forgive you. I hope you heal. I hope you find what it is that you're looking for in this life to bring you joy. And I hope that you heal. And I wish you nothing but the best and now I release you and I release all of these negative feelings and I am putting down this giant bag of wounds this giant heavy bag of giant bowling balls I'm putting it down at your feet right now and I'm not going to carry this anymore and I forgive you not for you but I forgive you for me for my peace of mind because I finally realize I deserve to be free from this. So I release it and I give it to you. And now picture that person. Either picture them apologizing and validating you and saying, Oh honey, you didn't deserve what I did to you. I was in a dark place. I am sorry. Picture them telling you that you were innocent. You didn't deserve it. And if you want to, you can give them a hug, shake their hand, or if you choose not to, that's absolutely perfectly okay. And then picture them taking that bag and they're taking it away from you and they're walking away and you're letting it go. And you can imagine they take it to the dump and drop it off for you. You can imagine they take it and burn it or throw it off a mountaintop or however you want to imagine it. But just don't imagine it as they take the pain because you don't want revengeful thoughts. And now just sit back 
continue holding on to that piece of paper for me. And I'm going to bring you through a forgiveness meditation. So close your eyes and just listen to the sound of my voice. And remember, it's a practice. It's best to not force yourself to forgive that which you don't feel ready or safe to forgive at this time. Just acknowledge whatever comes up for you with non-judgmental attitude, okay? Let whatever emotions arise come and go. You can always come back to the breath or feel the body sitting as an anchor. I want you to go at your own pace when we do this, okay? Okay. So settle into a comfortable seated posture on the chair or cushion. Become aware of the fact that you are breathing. Become of the movement. Be aware of the movement of your breath as it comes into your body and it leaves your body. Four seconds in through the nose. And hold four seconds. And then exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And again, in through the nose for four seconds. Hold your breath for four seconds. And exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And let your body just relax into the chair. Now when you're ready, expand your awareness beyond your breath to include your entire body. Simply notice sensations in the body, internally or externally, bringing your attention now to the thoughts as they come and go, seeing each thought as it comes up in the mind as a thought, a passing event. And when you're ready, bringing the awareness to emotions that arise in the body and mind, perhaps frustration, restlessness, maybe peacefulness, sadness, joy, fear, or anger. Just simply notice how the body, mind, and heart are feeling right now. Now return the body to the breathing. Notice where you feel the breath moving in and out of your body. Just breathe normally. Let the awareness ride the waves of your breath. Now beginning to take a gentle journey of awareness through your body. Invite the possibility of letting go and relax the body. Allow a kind attention to sweep through your body. Letting go and letting be. Allowing whatever is present to be just as it is. Now bringing to mind someone whom you have harmed either intentionally or unintentionally, or it could be somebody who has harmed you. Bring to mind someone where it feels unresolved for you. Seeing who comes to mind, take a few moments to visualize or imagine this person, noticing the details of their appearance. And when you're ready, gently say this person's name to yourself. 
and either ask them for forgiveness or you tell them, I forgive you. Say this person's name and then say, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. Trust yourself to ask your heart to forgive this person in a way that feels right for you. Don't get lost in the content of the story or what may have happened. Just focus on finding that place in your heart to forgive this person and say, I forgive you completely. I forgive you unconditionally. And I can, I forgive you absolutely. And what this means is that you will no longer repeat the stories of what they did to you. You will no longer make verbal judgments on their character when talking to others. When you feel the need or the urge to rehash what they put you through, you will tell yourself, no thank you, we've already dealt with that. When you feel the urge to say something nasty about that person or their character, you'll stop yourself and say, no, we've already resolved that and let it go. We don't bring up the past. We've already forgiven. So, repeat to yourself or to that person, I forgive you. I forgive you absolutely. I forgive you unconditionally. And I forgive you totally. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Now slowly let go of the image and the thoughts and notice how you're feeling. Bringing awareness back to the breath, back to the body. Take a few easy deep breaths. Four seconds in through the nose. Hold for four seconds. Exhale through the mouth for four seconds. And one more time, in through the nose. Hold for four seconds. And exhale for four seconds from the mouth. Now, visualize yourself. Notice the details of your own appearance. Bring to mind anyone or any situation for you wish to forgive yourself for ways you have harmed yourself. When you're ready, use your own name and say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Trust yourself to forgive in a way that feels right for you. Forgive yourself for putting up the walls. Forgive yourself for turning your pain and your shame and your fears into anger. Forgive yourself for keeping yourself from making connections with people. You were doing what felt right in the moment because you were hurt. Forgive yourself for carrying that bag of wounds around with you for all these years. Forgive yourself. 
It's human nature to have a self-defense mechanism like this. Forgive yourself. Say your own name. And then say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Take another deep breath. Now take a few more moments to offer gratitude to yourself for taking the time to do this for yourself. Taking care of your own heart, lightening the burden, getting rid of what has hurt you and accumulated in your life, putting that bag of wounds down, that heavy, heavy, horrible, imposing thing that you've carried, the resentment, the anger, you put it down. Congratulations. You've just done an amazing self-care ritual. Remember that this is a practice of letting go and moving in the direction of peace, happiness, and freedom. Breathe in stillness for as long as you wish, and when you are ready, gently open your eyes, And slowly return to this moment, to this place, to resume your day. Lifted and lighter and with a more open heart because you've gotten rid of the resentment that used to reside there. Maybe a nice stretch is in order. Go ahead and stretch a little bit. And now to finalize this activity. I'd like for you to take that piece of paper that's on your lap and tear it. You have two options, okay? You can tear it into teeny tiny shreds and then go outside to the dumpster or the garbage can and throw it away. Or you can take it, take it outside, safely put it in a fire pit or in a metal coffee can, douse it with a little lighter fluid, If you're a minor, please have your parents um, nearby so they're supervising if you do this. But catch it on fire. Watch it burn. Watch it disintegrate. And now you know you've given yourself closure. So congratulations and thank you for participating in this forgiveness activity today. I hope that it was helpful. Uh, Let me know in the comment section what you think. And if this was helpful, please share it with a friend. And um, I appreciate you. You are so worth it. I hope you know that. You're a unique, beautiful soul in this world. And you are so, so worth it. I hope that you remember that. And I hope that you feel better after this forgiveness activity. If you find in the future that you're feeling those feelings come back again and maybe you didn't completely forgive that's totally okay come back and do this again okay and um, thank you for tuning in to your therapy tools and talk to you next time <laughs>